Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. So Man Talk Monday, so we need five seconds of silence to calm our manliness before we get going. Your five seconds brought to you by the Smarticle Podcast. Okay, here's the headline. Men are going to brutal boot camps to reclaim their masculinity. How did we get here? Charles Trepany brings us this article in USA Today. Brandon, give a woke mega meter for us. This dude is definitely more on the MAGA side. thought it was pretty even-handed. Oh. I mean, I shouldn't say MAGA side. He seems pretty straightforward, dude. He doesn't seem very woke. Um, so I would give him a five on the mocha meter. Just before we get going, just to double check, you are a man, right? <laughs> I claim to be. Okay. My, pro- my preferred pronoun is he, him, they, it. I thought it was he, him, badger, it. Badger. All right. I Did like you- that. Said you were a badger. By the way, your voice sounds a little scratchy there, Lawrence. You've been yelling at the kids on the sideline? Man, I uh, I host this trivia game in the Tenderloin once a oh. month. And God, last night it was just, for some reason, my I don't have a great voice to begin with, but Tenderloin took my soul last were night. You, were you imbibing? Because I know sometimes no. you like to do that. I usually do bring like a hot toddy where I put a little shot of whiskey, some oh, lemon, honey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Forgot it last night. And no, that was uh, the problem. You didn't coat those vocal cords. But I brought lozenges. It didn't work. Anyways, the tenderloin sucked my soul last night. All right. Well, we'll try to get through this for you. Don't Urban Dictionary that. <laughs> there are many different kinds of man camps. Some function like groups therapy, some like workout classes. Others are boot camp style trainings. The modern day night project, also known as the project, falls into the last category. Built as a 75-hour crucible the experience involves grueling physical challenges under the instruction of military veterans. Those who make it through get right. access to a year-long coaching and mentorship program called the Modern Day Night Mastermind Program. That costs 18000 bucks. The project's goals are to get men to shatter their self-doubt, see their purpose clearly, heal their trauma, and uncover what's holding them back. Those psychologists aren't sold on boot camps as a solution. They say the prevalence of man camps in general point to a real problem men are facing loneliness in a 2021 survey by the survey center on american life only 21 percent of men said they received emotional support from a friend within the past week so brandon to start off with i'd like to just say this i took some petty cash out of the smarticle podcast fund and i signed you up for the modern day nights project you're going next month <laughs> i would I, I'm not sure I'm a, a, a perfect candidate for it with my old body and my hey, broken Hey, you're going. Angle. I signed you up. I took petty cash out. I mean, I, mean, I did love the, the one guy that went to it. It lasted six hours, and he dislocated his knee. I was like, oh, that sounds great. You know, it's just interesting. This is a, a bingo square on the Sparticle podcast. Two old dudes who talk about what it's like to be a man. We, You know, here we are on a man talk Monday talking about what it's like to be a man. It's interesting. I... I love it that they talked about loneliness in men because that's been a well-documented topic on the show about the fact that so many men just have no friends and really want friends. And, and so what are the reasons for that? And they talk about that in here, that men are tribal, that they're looking for a tribe. Now, I could just hear the people, I know people, good, loving people that are going to say, oh, it's just a bunch of macho dudes who are 
you know, what a bunch of losers and they're, you know, this is the reason why men are so bad because they need power over everything. And I think it's those people that don't understand men that think like that. Well, I will say this. It does. It is a man talk Monday, but I feel like these are always way more for women than they are men. Because if you're a woman married to a man and he's feeling lonely, there's a problem in your relationship yeah. and you want him to not feel lonely anymore. Right. And there's just certain things. I think a lot of, I, I think, you know, I'm just speculating here, but I think that a lot of women feel a little insecure about a guy having male friends, like think that, that trouble is a foot. Really? When they, yeah. I think that's pretty common Really, for women to be resentful of men who go out with their friends or whatever, not a healthy, strong, well-adapted women. But I think some insecure women are like, you know, they don't want that because look, dude, you know, you're paying attention. The landscape out there is not white male friendly right now. It's sort of like all men, all men, especially all white men, bad, everyone else, good. And I think that's sort of an, uh, and if you're in that camp, even if you're absolutely well-intentioned and, and believe that people should have equality and diversity and all those things, if you're in that camp of being a white man, you're going to be a, a, almost a silent voice. And I think that actually lends more to the idea of loneliness because it's not like, hey, yeah, go out there. I think back in the day, it was like, yeah, go out with your buddies and watch the game or do whatever. That tribalism was encouraged. I don't think that's encouraged anymore. So I think it's part of the problem. Okay, so me and you have been in men's groups as long as we know each other. Yeah. 25 years. Yeah. And we used to do a man group in a tiny little room. Yeah. Some people just don't want it. We, I, I feel like that group changed my life. And I would be vulnerable and I would share what was going on in my, in my life. Pretty hardcore. But there were some people that came in every single week and just said, work's not going well. Yeah. Some people are just not wired men to be a part of the posse. They just can't I, I do it. I don't know if they're not wired as much as they don't know how. To break down, to be vulnerable with a group of men or anyone is a challenge. It is not easy to put yourself out there because I think a lot of us, uh, Richard Rohr talked about as the father wound. I think that's a very common thing. That guy that wrote, I think he wrote Iron Jim or whatever. You know, this idea of we're wounded by our fathers at some point in our life, sometimes wounded by our mothers as well, to sort of repress how we feel. Like, I, I've talked about it. When I see a dude bawling, I'm like, ah, I cringe. Not because I think it's bad, because at a higher order thing, I'm thinking it's great and it's good that you're doing that. But there's something very primal in me that's like, oh, and you've talked about it, it's like the man's job is to protect family. I don't think that's as much as what it is, is that we're just conditioned differently. I grew up in the 80s, like you did, and yeah. you know, playing football, we would have triple yeah. days. We'd have stupid triple they won't even They're not even legal anymore. We never yeah. had water breaks. Not even legal anymore. All that stuff, I'm like, oh, thank God they don't do that to people anymore. But I will say one thing about it that is incredibly impactful, and it ties into these camps they go to, is that I know I could pretty much survive anything. I'm not saying I could be a Navy SEAL, because I could Right? I couldn't go through Bud's training, but I know mentally how to do it. I know that when you are dying of thirst and you're carrying around 50 pounds of equipment and you got to run and sprint and somebody's yelling and you're hitting somebody, I know I could survive that because I have survived that. And I think that's what these guys are doing. They're tr they've never been pushed physically to survive. Like our, as you always like to say it out on the Serengeti, you don't have any choice. Either you survived or you died. So when you're up against the, 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 the brink like that, when you're staring into the, to the abyss, 
you got to either do it or you die. That's going to force you to be different than somebody who's lived a fairly cush life, but they don't know that that, that, that cush life has sort of affected them personally. The woke police are coming to arrest you now yeah, for I know, even I know. saying I know. out loud that you didn't weren't allowed to have water. They're coming yes, to get you. You yes. can't like if you even think of withholding water, the mob's coming for you. And by point. the way, that's that's a good thing to some degree, right? I mean, coaches that wouldn't let us have water is like, oh my god, I kidding me? Yeah, no one died. No one died of heat stroke when I was there, but it could well, have happened. They did die back in the day. There were cases where that happened. Obviously, that's really I'm in no way promoting that way of doing it but what i'm saying is is that there's something i understand why these guys are doing it they're testing themselves to say can i do this can i do what i think a man should be able to do i feel like though this camp is giving the man part the cover for the also parts that they're talking about which is they look at their a man's purpose they talk about their trauma they uncover what's holding in the back so like the cool macho navy seal stuff and then we're sliding in. Let's do some therapy. To yeah, because it said in the article that that was the big part yeah. of it. That was the counseling part of it. Yeah. I agree. Uh, as you know, I've gone to the Richard Rohr Men's Rite of Initiation ceremony. Up Playing the, the bongo drums. Bongo drums. And the most powerful moments of my life, definitely in the top five, were at that retreat. Because it was a chance to just be truly vulnerable, to, to say, this is who I am. And I'm not perfect, and I have flaws, and but I'm doing the best I can. I just don't think as men we're often allowed to do that. We've got to somehow hide. Are they, and I can't speak to younger generations. I think that younger generations might be slightly different, but this article is kind of saying it's universal. Like if there's all these, I imagine there's a lot of 30 year olds going to these camps and 40 year olds. So as long as there's a level of true counseling going on underneath where they're actually talking about why are you doing the things you're doing? Because they referenced a couple guys. One guy was like, his, he had cheated on his wife and he wanted to be a better husband. One guy's wife cheated on him and he wanted to save his family. That's why they were going to these camps. That's not about like, can I survive a, a SEAL training? That's about a trying bit. to... A little bit. But what I'm saying, their, their whole point was trying to be better men. And I think that that scares a lot of people. When someone says, I want to be a better man, they're like, well, what does that mean? Are you going to be? Are you going to be shooting beer cans with the... With a machine gun, that's not a better man. Listen, I don't know what woke friends you hang out with, <laughs> but in the circles I run with, if anybody says they want to be a better man, woman, we better just circle, usher that person. But you know, you get at it. You go for it, big guy. I, but that's a, I think you're in a different circle than a lot of people, bro. You're not oh. fully in the woke circle. You're in a much different circle. I just, I kind of come back to this. It's the man talk money, but I'm assuming one woman is listening other than my mom. If your husband came to you and said, like, I'm going to go to something and become a better person, I, I hope that a wife would be like, go get it. Go get it. Yeah, I, I, would, I would hope so, go too. Get it. And I think that we're married to people that would, would be like get that. But, but I think there's a lot of men that aren't, and that's part of the problem. Or, you know, and I, let, let's think about same-sex couples, right? Hey, oh. What if you're married to another man and you say, I want to go to this survival camp or whatever? Are you going to yeah. be supported in that? I, I don't know. Maybe more so than you would be. I don't know what how that would be. I really love when you put us in a situation when two straight 50-year-old males are now trying to play the role of a man and a man partnership. And we're like, what do you do? Well, but isn't it a, but isn't it an interesting question to of course think is. about? 
but I, this isn't WebMD. I can't just put it in the Google and be like, <laughs> the gay man should tell the other gay man. What would happen if two gay men, if one gay man said, listen, I want to go to this camp because I want to test my spirit. I Take us down the rabbit hole further that we don't have an answer to. Please <laughs> ask it again. It's so interesting. It's anyway, so Larry, is there any last thoughts you have on, are you going to one of these camps, Larry? Do you have well, it in your- I just, I really want to say this in true austerity. I took out the petty cash and you are, I do have your certificate here. <laughs> we are signed up for the Modern Day Nights Project next month. I feel like you would probably uh, do a better job at the Modern Day Nights. Here's the great news, Brandon. Going to take you back to the 80s. They don't give you water for three days. So you're going to really <laughs> enjoy the Modern Day Nights Project. Uh, Larry, thank you for teaching us how to be a real man at one of these camps.